The Chaser Report is recorded on Gadigal land. Striving for mediocrity in a world of excellence, this is The Chaser Report. Hello and welcome to The Chaser Report with Dom and Charles and Dom. Charles. What a show we've got for you. So many things to talk about in today's episode. Where do we start? Well, I think we should start with Mark fucking Latham. Mark Latham. It (laughs) seems as though Mark doesn't play well with others and uh, at one point it looked as though he and One Nation were soulmates. They had a slightly white supremacist agenda in common. Um, What? (laughs) You don't like slightly. (laughs) Is that the problem in that sense? But now they've fallen out, as Mark and indeed Pauline seems to do with everyone that they work with. Now, I'm incredibly confused about this story because I'm pretty sure Mark Latham got expelled from One Nation last week. Not if he quit first. Not if he quit first. He didn't. But he didn't quit first. He quit like he quit yesterday. That's what you say. That's what the news says. <laughs> All right, that's one story. Also today, Rupert Murdoch has a girlfriend. And what a wonderful thing. Uh, because of all the things you could allege about News Corp, mm. having links with Vladimir Putin was not previously one of them. Now, <laughs> look, is there a link? Isn't there a link? I don't know. If I was on Sky News, I'd be completely certain based on no information. Mm. But as this is not Sky News, we'll actually take a look at the facts. And then if we get time, I just want to have a quick boast about how if you listened to this podcast a few weeks ago, you would be up with news that is breaking just in the last day or two. That, that essentially the listeners of this podcast are three weeks ahead of everyone else. Amazing. I'm sceptical, but mm. you can have a crack at it. All right, all that after this. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honouring highly requested new colours for the award winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. The headline I've got here from, uh, from yesterday by the time people hear this Latham quits One Nation and alleges it misspent taxpayer funds. Now, this is this is a nice thing, mm. actually. He's working with Labor again. What? He sent a letter to John Graham, who's the Special Minister of State, mm. saying that One Nation tried to misappropriate more than 270 grand worth of payments from the New South Wales Electoral Commission Fund. That's the money that mm. they get when but, they win votes. Hang right? on, hang on, hang on. Wasn't Mark Latham in charge of One Nation when In New South happened? Wales? Yeah. Uh, he was the leader of it. <laughs> but don't you think that probably he should just shut up about the... Stuff that happened under his watch. There's a great letter here. That I He's a from... sort of whistleblower yes. <laughs> who's blowing the whistle on his the own stuff players. he was in charge of. Okay, so the letter says, I've had highs and lows in public life, but I've always stuck to strong standards of honesty and integrity. <laughs> that's, that's what Mark <laughs> Latham's known for, Wait, honesty is, and integrity. He this? says, I've never been accused of mishandling no, public money. This Is this... The shovel or is this? No, no, what this is, is the Sydney Morning Herald, another satirical publication. <laughs> Within this ethos, I bring these matters, matters to your attention, knowing that you too have no time for the misuse of public money in private life. Now, Charles, I must say, mm. one nation being dragged before ICAC in New South Wales is something mm. we haven't seen before and would be fairly entertaining yes. were it to happen. Well, uh, but I mean, the whole, you know, using electoral laws 
in a way that is not necessarily the same as like in accordance with the law, I think that you can say that, is is something that One Nation has a long track record with because Bolin Henson ended up in jail over over electoral laws. She was she? she was framed. She was framed. <laughs> so but this whole thing that One framed Nation's by done her own actions. In a court of law. One of the things Pauline's done for a long time mm. is I mean, even before um actually winning seats in New South Wales, she would run and then get lots of money oh, yeah, for the yeah. vote. So basically at grief. one point it seemed as though one one nation was not so much a political party as mm. a business which got lots of money for winning votes, but but because they didn't get enough to actually get a seat, mm. the brilliant thing was they just got all this money for not getting elected. Yes. That was the, the genius thing. So what happened here? Right. This is what the allegation from Latham is, right? He says that money was received by New South Wales One Nation mm. and then sent to the party head office in Brisbane. So it went across the borders. No. And this is the bizarre thing. They then used the money to purchase conveyor belts. <laughs> Other fixed equipment and, <laughs> and PHON did they merchandise. Need, did they need a conveyor belt in order to sort of put a whole lot of crazy people that end up as candidates yeah, in one that's nation? That's what the conveyor belt's for. There's such a role of them that they needed a yeah, conveyor you belt. Walk, you walk yeah. through the door, you go on the conveyor belt, the thing hits you repeatedly in the head <laughs> yeah. until you, you talk one nation policy and then you get through. So this is the thing. He's saying there's but two. Wait, no, hang on. What was the conveyor belt really for? I don't, it doesn't say. But here's, here's the thing that I want to know. <laughs> Let's ring them up and yeah. find out what the fuck they use a conveyor belt for. So his theory is that they would buy merchandise. They would buy 200 grand worth of merchandise with the money and then it would sit in a warehouse in Queensland uh, and they wouldn't use it. So it's extremely confusing what's going yeah. on. But here's the hilarious thing. It doesn't sound like impropriety. It sounds like incompetence. It sounds like the Chase's business model. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Buying merchandise we can't sell. <laughs> We've got to get back to the, the, the central issue, Dom. Yes. Which is that Mark Latham... Got expelled from One Nation last week. So, yeah, so how, a week before, a week before he, he left. How can he? How can he quit if he's already been expelled? So he was dumped as parliamentary leader, um, and then they put they um, hmm. split up the organisation organisational wing. And so there was, I think, one MP who was loyal to Pauline, and then the other two. Uh, loyal to to Mark, mm. and so he wasn't. He's now an independent, presumably, right. until he pres- and I presume he'll and start Mark Latham's Outsiders Party or some shit like so, that. So he must be pretty angry at the moment. You know, like, having been ripped off with, with all as the he thinks, merch and mm. and been expelled. You know, dumped as party leader. You know, if I was a taxi driver, oh yeah, in Sydney tonight, I, I wouldn't necessarily, wouldn't let him I, in. I, well, I, I would just maybe just. You know, stay at home tonight. Walk it off. Yeah. Walk it off, Mark. Yeah. Uh, no, it's a very strange story, but it is it is so satisfying when One Nation acolytes fight. I mean, they've just had, haven't they just had the lawsuit between Pauline Hanson and Brian Burstyn where she didn't have to pay him? They're just always suing each other. It's basically what One Nation mm. is for now, yes. is infighting. So in actual fact, it, it, it's not that the, the money that they get from all the votes from the public, you know, voting system, mm. it, it, it's not that it stays in One Nation, it just goes to lawyers. It's a sort of... I think so. Maybe the lawyers ask for the conveyor belt so that the money can come <laughs> direct to them. Or maybe they wanted to be paid in merchandise. I don't quite know how that would work. So it's a very strange, it's a very um, strange situation. But the, the reality is Mark Latham is going to be in New South Wales Parliament for as long as he wants to be. Yes. He just keeps getting elected. You know why? Why? He tells it like it is. <laughs> So Rupert Murdoch has found love, and it turns out that uh, Rupert Murdoch loves sixty-six-year-olds. He's been—he's had a series of. Oh, what? He's ninety-two years old. Yes. Uh, he's recently embarked, as he said, on the second half of his life. <laughs> so, so what's happening is 
He is dating someone by the name of Elena. How do they have it? They're different generations. Yes. They like get, definitely would be. He's old enough to be her father for sure. Like he presumably, you know, his favourite music would be from his era, which I, I presume was what, J.S. Bach or something? <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. Classical yeah. music. Yeah. And her era, if she's 66, that would be like, I don't know, Buddy Holly. <laughs> so here's the thing. Previously, Elena Zhukova mm. was married to uh, Alexander Zhukov, who has links with Roman Abramovich. So this is the thing. He's now basically connected to an ex who's part of the whole world of Russian oligarchs, essentially. Radio. So, and it just makes you think of all the things that, that had been said of News Corp before. Mm. You, you couldn't, you couldn't implicate well, them with the Russian oligarchs. But hang on, what about Tucker Carlson? Tucker Carlson was totally pro-Russia. He was sort of anti the, the you know, Ukrainians fighting back against the invasion of them. I don't know this is this is not a correct premise, Dom. You think this is a nothing burger? Well, so, no, I'm just saying. I think that yeah, that Murdoch's been sort of playing both sides of that equation for quite a while. So Elena Zhukova used to be Roman Abramovich's mother-in-law. Then Roman Abramovich uh, is the guy who bought was it Manchester Chelsea? United? Is the billionaire Chelsea, who owned yeah. Chelsea? And 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 he came to Russia for some reason had a billion dollars or a couple of billion dollars to spare. Yeah. And this was quite towards the beginning of the Putin reign, wasn't it? This yeah. was a few years after. And he's one of the first oligarchs to go to the West and buy shit. And he's always been sort of thought of as as a sort of proxy for Putin, right? Because Absolutely. he hasn't befallen any polonium. He hasn't yet fallen out of yeah. a window. Mind you, I think that he did didn't he host Litvinenko maybe a week before Litvinenko then quite possibly. So he he owned Chelsea and then at the moment where the Ukraine invasion happened, he had to sell Wow. So yes. he, had to, he had all these boats that got seized and so on. Yeah. So it's possible that Murdoch just wants the boats. Yeah. He loves a mega yacht, that guy. What would, what would it be like having all those billions and wanting love at the age of 94? Like, I kind of feel like we should empathise with Rupert Murdoch for a moment. Well, I mean, the, the nice thing is if you go for a nice, young, sprightly 66-year-old, mm, they yes. can nurse you. They can wipe the drool from your mouth, yeah. can't they? Well, that, that is what uh, happened to Jerry Hall. Did you read the Vanity Fair it, is, article? Is that why Jerry Hall and he are no longer together? Yes. He, he, so basically they were together during the COVID lockdowns, mm. right? And Rupert got incredibly paranoid that he was going to get infected and die. So he sacked all his staff, right? Meanwhile, he broke his back. Remember that? He, oh, yes, yes. He really badly hurt himself. He, he hurt himself on this yacht, on Lachlan's yacht. He had to be airlifted. It was all this whole thing. But he then sacked all his staff who would do things like, you know, wipe his lips and... Oh, he's, he'd have an ass wiping person, An ass wiper and some hmm. of that. And Jerry Hall had to do all that, and she he forbade her from going out and seeing her friends because she might give him the virus. And then, and then she, he also he also insisted. This is all true, by the way. I'm not making this up. He then insisted that Jerry Hall also do this vineyard like winemakers course, which is like this online course that <laughs> was, you know hundreds of hours of winemaking. So that he could claim some vineyard he'd bought as a tax write-off. Wow! So the notion of being married to a to a billionaire was suddenly much less glamorous than she'd hoped for. Yeah, yeah. It, it would, she, Wiping she, the ass and doing the wine. Yeah, exactly. Well, I still love the fact that in their divorce settlement, she wasn't allowed to leak any plot points to succession yeah. to the succession writers. Yeah. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices 
down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The Chaser Report. More news. Less often. But, Charles, while Rupert was sitting at home being absolutely terrified of COVID, mm. do you think he might have mentioned to Fox News that they should perhaps take COVID a bit more seriously? Weren't, weren't all of his people at the time just broadcasting that it was just all misinformation and that we should just ignore it and not get vaccines? Well, there is, yeah, there is a sort of allegation of hypocrisy. But the other way you could look at it is Rupert's always claimed that he has no editorial influence. Oh. So, so, you know, that was a perfect example. Perfect example. It was a global pandemic and he decided that if his editors and his producers wanted to spread lies and misinformation, that was just their, their prerogative as independent editors. Well, you would think that um, the new Murdoch girlfriend, Jacova, would... She'd be used to dealing with capricious billionaires who have people killed. Like, she'd be perfect yes. for, the, for the role. Growing up in Russia and having to survive the Putin regime would be the perfect setup but, to deal with news. By it? the way, how do you, like, not that I'm, you know, I'm very happily married. I'm not going to look for a match with a billionaire. But if I wanted to, how would one go about meeting a billionaire? Like, how, how does Rupert, you know, find these hot young 66-year-olds? <laughs> well, I know the answer to that. Um, so Dasha Zhukova is the, the Russian socialite who, who used to be married to Roman Abramovich, right? Mm. She hangs out in New York with Wendy Deng, his ex. Um, so the ex no. is recruiting new victims, basically. Yes. Oh, and because it, it wasn't there a whole allegation that Wendy Deng was a Chinese spy, which is very racist. Well, there was also <laughs> that I preferred the story that she was secretly in love with Tony Blair. Oh, I think that was that definitely. That was much more enjoyable. Oh, I think she definitely had an affair with Tony Blair. I think we can say that for certain. You heard it here first. God, what a world they live. <laughs> Succession, if anything, she's, was not exaggerated. She's enough. got a thing for war criminals. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so there you go. So that that's love. Um, it's been a bit of a meandering episode here, but um, well, no. But before we go, we've bring got to it home with your boasting. I talk reckon. about how great I am. Which is a few. Weeks ago, we did a deep dive into Evergrande. Do you remember? Yes, that the, the uh, Chinese property company that built all the ghost cities. Yes, and it it was sort of hilarious because the whole point was that their assets outweighed their debts, which means that technically they are insolvent. Mm. And it was like, well. Will they go bankrupt? Well, the answer is yes, they did. <laughs> and uh, it happened a couple of days ago. They filed for bankruptcy in New York, uh, which is the place that you do it because it, that offers the best protection for all your assets. And, and so basically the whole Chinese economy is essentially melting down. And what uh, a lot of observers are predicting is that the Chinese government – because this is sort of on the scale of a sort of GFC style yeah, yeah. financial crisis. Well, like their it, net debt was three hundred billion US dollars, which is yeah. which is a, quite a lot. Mm. Yeah, and it's exactly the same problem, which is they've essentially been selling off their debt to foreigners, to, especially to Asian banks, mm. and then going, oh, we, we can't repay it anymore. Uh, which is what happened in America. America was selling off all this. Prime real estate mortgage yes. debt. Bundling up all the shit mortgages. To German banks. And they went, oh, we can't pay it anymore. So uh, what is going to, so that's going to cause contagion. But apparently 
the Chinese government is not necessarily going to bail Evergrande out, even though Evergrande accounts for 2% of the entire GDP. Yeah, so, that, that makes total sense. And, and tens of millions of Chinese who are just middle-class Chinese investors who will be wiped out through this... Uh, this thing. So there yeah. you go. You heard it here first. Isn't that great news? And you were miles ahead. And yeah. also we made the point that a lot of the ordinary Chinese people are the people who are on the hook for this and they've lost their life savings. Yes, yes. I know. Isn't it great? Well, it, like the, I predicted that. Oh, you predicted yeah. it. Yeah. Not so great for the people. <laughs> but I mean, I guess what I'd say to those people is welcome to capitalism. Yes. You know. That's uh, right. You, you've got in China, the great thing about being in China is you've got the best of both worlds. Mm. You have an authoritarian government that essentially... It's quite repressive, yeah. but you have total freedom to lose your life savings. Yes, so exactly. So you, you don't get the none you of those... self-expression. Yes, but you can express yourself through the form of losing all your money mm. if you want to. Yes, <laughs> so it's unfortunate. Well, it makes you. It actually is a bit of a feel-good story from our perspective. From your perspective, in that it makes you go, well, maybe it's not so bad to live in Australia. Maybe, well, maybe actually... it's not so bad not to have property investments if they if they can turn sour. Mm. Maybe you're better off owning nothing, and that way yeah. you won't be disappointed. And so, Mark Latham, if you're listening and you, you're feeling a bit sad about how life's turned out, just remember you could be a Uyghur in China, which would be slightly worse. <laughs> I think some days it'd be a toss-up, frankly. <laughs> Do you think maybe the Uyghurs made the conveyor belts that One Nation bought? Like, it's entirely possible. Our gear is from Road with part of the Iconoclast Network. Catch you next time. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.